This is information not being reported by anyone else. You want the scoop? Here it is with Darren Doogie Wolfson. This hump day, the 8th of August, brings you Scoop Podcast episode 165. I have a summer cold kicking my ass, but the show must go on. So here we are. We'll start with Vikings defensive line coach Andre Patterson. I can tell you that the Scoop Podcast is brought to you by Vivid Seats and by Skull Marketing. I'll tell you more about Vivid Seats and Skull Marketing in just a bit. But let's start with the Vikings defensive line coach. He's been here, well, he was here in the late 90s. He was here in the late 90s under Denny Green. He's been back ever since Mike Zimmer took over as head coach. He is Andre Patterson. He's considered one of the best position coaches in the entire league. You think about the development of Daniil Hunter and so many others under his watch. Here's my conversation with Andre Patterson. Coach, oftentimes when coaches say, hey, I wouldn't trade my unit for any other unit in the league, sometimes I feel like, ah, you know what, that's cliche, that's coach speak. But I think in the case of you, your unit, that actually speaks volumes. Like, you can say that, right? Like, it's safe to say you wouldn't trade your unit, as talented as it is, for any other unit in the league. No, I would not. I mean, um, you know, I, I love these guys. They work hard. Uh, they give me a good day's work every day. Um, they're getting better every day and gelling, and they understand the process that we have to go through to, to try to be as good as we can become. When you say getting better every day, I mean, there's still a ceiling for a lot of these guys? For every single one of them, you know. So just because uh, Griff and uh, Linville have gone to multiple Pro Bowls doesn't mean that their game stops. You know, so they got to still come out here with the attitude that they're going to improve their game every day, every year, because once you think you've made it, the game finds a way to pass you by. So I'm going to make sure that none of my guys get to that point. How about specifically Griff, specifically Linval? Where can they get better? Uh, well, I think they all have little things that they can that they can improve on in their game, you know. And, and uh, you know, Griff tries to be so much of a technician because he he really wins because he out technicals the other guy, you know. So he comes out here, he's going to work on his hand placement, he's going to work on where his hips is are on the offensive tackle. You know, Linval's trying to improve his pass rush every day. That's the that's the other element of his game that could that can make him the elite D tackle in this league if he could end up becoming a pass rush guy. No doubt in your mind that Linval can get to that point of, of being an impactful pass rusher? Oh, no question. I mean, you know, he got better at it last season. Um, he's worked on it hard since we've been back here in camp. Uh, it's important to him. But, you know, when, when you're the hardest guy in the league to block in a run game, um, you know, that that's what you are known for. Um, you know, it's hard sometimes that you, okay, this is my job, this is what I do, and now they throw the ball. I'm trying to get back there, but it's not at the same uh, vigor that uh, Griff and and Daniil Hunter, you know, goes back there. Is Linval's job made easier this year because of the presence of Sheldon? I hope it. I hope that's true. <laughs> We're going to find out. Uh, you know, Sheldon's come in here and he's done a nice job. Uh, he's a very active three technique, and you know, if he's getting one-on-one blocks, I think he has the ability to get off and make a play. And so, hopefully, it makes him have to make a decision. You know, which one of the two that they want to put the double teams on. How impactful is the three technique? to your overall defensive philosophy when talking to Coach Edwards, Coach Zimmer, how important is what that three technique does to the rest of your defense? Oh, it's huge. If 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 you have a if you have a great three technique, it helps out the whole defense because he has the fastest line to the quarterback. You know, and he's the only guy up front 
that can beat an offensive lineman, what we call a two-way go. He can beat the offensive lineman, the guard on the outside or the inside. So when you got a guy that can take advantage of that, and now they got to worry about that guy, now it opens up Griff and Daniil on the outside too. So, you know, fortunately in my career, I've been blessed enough to coach, you know, some pretty great ones that play that position. So I've seen you know, what they can do to the overall value of your defense. How is Anthony Barr progressing to help out your, your unit? He's doing good. It's been great to, to have him there and to work with us uh, to become more comfortable and to become a technician as a pass rusher. You know, I tell him all the time, in college you won because you were better than the guy you were going up against, right? He's not playing in the NFL. The majority of the guys here, you have to know how to beat guys. You have to become a technician. So it's been great for Anthony to go through those drills, and you can see his improvement since the beginning in the camp. Where do you stand on, on rotating defensive linemen more this year when, when Coach Zimmer says, hey, the plan is to rotate defensive linemen more? Is, is that music to your ears? Well, no, the proof is in the pudding. They got to go out and earn it. You know, just because you're on the team doesn't mean I owe you the right to play you, right? I mean, you got to go out there, and when you play, you got to execute. So you deserve the right to play. I owe that to the guys that are playing. I owe it to the team. You just can't put a guy out there because he's got a jersey on. So the guys, these preseason games are very important for those guys that are trying to get roles to earn the right to play. Now, I feel I got good enough talent to get that done, but they have to prove it. A couple thoughts on, on a couple young guys. First off, Tayshawn Bauer. How much further along is Tayshawn this time right now compared to this time last year? Oh, he's improved a lot. He's, you know, uh, Uwe did a great job with him in the weight room. He's put on extra size, strength, and speed. Um, and so he's, he's way farther ahead than he was a year ago. He understands the package. He understands uh, how we want him to fit blocks, how we want him to rush. So I'm really excited to see him play in these four preseason games. And what about Jalen Holmes? Um, you know, Jalen's come in. He's working at it. Obviously, we moved him to a, to a different uh, different position. You know, he's got the, the size, the length that you want that position to have, and he's still just trying to continue to gain the knowledge and, and become more consistent. How about Daniel Hunter? I didn't ask you about Daniel. I mean, he's not a forgotten guy. I mean, he just signed the big contract. But, I mean, sometimes it's forgotten how young he still is. Yeah, he's still a puppy, you know, and, and uh, he's a good football player. And, uh, you know, again, he comes out here every day to improve his game and to get better. And, you know, he still has a lot of room for growth. And uh, there's a lot of great football ahead of this kid because um, he doesn't feel that he's made it and, and go, I can relax now. The drive to, to continue to improve and get better every day is, is burning inside of Daniil. After this, I saw you the other day at practice when Keith Millard and Henry Thomas were here to go out of your way to make sure that your defensive linemen know that those guys were here, who those guys are. How important is the history of the Vikings? I mean, your lengthy history here, plus the history of the NFL. How important is that to you? Oh, it's very important. And I, I talked to these guys about the history of the D-line group with the Minnesota Vikings the first day they walk in the group. You know, it's a legacy deal. We owe it to the older guys when they turn on the TV that they can look and see a product that they're proud of. Um, and so I'm always banging that in their head, you know. And so when Henry came here and Keith came here, I, I was fortunate enough to coach Henry. Um, you know, I, I wanted 
the guys to see them face to face because they've heard stories about them. I want to introduce those guys to them so they understand when I say they're looking at you, you know, that they really are looking at you. And for those guys to say that back to them, they know I'm telling the truth. So, you know, when John Randall comes around or, or Chris Dolman comes around, I do the exact same thing because I think it's important that they understand that there's a legacy here and we go out every Sunday trying to prove that we deserve the right to be called, you know, Minnesota Vikings defensive lineman. Vikings defensive line coach Andre Patterson. Vivid Seats brings you the Scoop podcast. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. Scoop listeners should go to vividseats.com right now or download the app, the Vivid Seats app, and enter the promo code SCOOP for 10% off your first order. This is for new customers only. It is valid through the end of August. And think about it, August 18th, Vikings-Jaguars. Soon thereafter, the Vikings have another preseason game. September 9th, Vikings home opener. San Francisco 49ers, Denny Green, Ring of Honor game. How emotional will that day be? September 23rd, Buffalo Bills. Order your Vikings tickets. This has a chance to be a very special Vikings season. I guarantee you'd like to say, hey, I made it to a game or two. I get it. It's a great sport to watch in the comfort of your living room. But being at U.S. Bank Stadium is also a blast. Vivid Seats will help you get to U.S. Bank Stadium for a Vikings game again. Online, vividseats.com or download their app. First-time users get 10% off by using the promo code SCOOP. Order your Vikings tickets today. It is vividseats.com. I'll get to some Vikings notes in just a second, but we go from one coach to another. Kennedy Palomalu is the Vikings running backs coach. I caught up with him the other day. Coach, what are we, about 11 months, maybe even less than that, removed from Dalvin Cook getting his ACL repaired? I mean, is it possible that he looks more explosive now post-surgery than before? Still has a lot of work to do, but uh, he has that mindset. And the training staff, our you know strength and conditioning staff, uh, they've done an excellent job. But you got to give him a lot of credit. He's determined to get back on the field. Did you even learn something about him through this rehab process? I mean, you certainly knew a lot pre-draft. Then you get him here, but the way he attacked his rehab, did you learn a little something about him? I kind of felt it that that this was the kid that we drafted. Uh, he, he's grown up. I mean, he's probably played tackle football when he was in diaper. Uh, the kids that kind of come from his neighborhood that have been running backs in this league have, uh, you know, they're tough. They're, uh, they're willing to learn. They're, they're exciting. Uh, they're enthusiasm for the game. And uh, when it is taken away from them, they want to get back there. And uh, I kind of felt that when we drafted the kid. What did you see from Dalvin those first three and a half games before in week four when he when he went down with the injury? Uh, everything you expect from an uh, uh, NFL running back, you know, to, to be that guy that, that can carry the ball, be that guy that can protect the quarterback, be that guy that can catch the football. Uh, you know, he had one turnover, and that was when he had his knee. Uh, that's very critical. It's always about the football, and he knows how to protect the football. Uh, explosive and uh just a really good teammate. Every day, every day that young man comes to the field, he's wanting. To, he wants more information. And he wants to. He wants to get better. 
How about making strides in the passing game? I mean, I look at when Coach Flip coordinated the Browns offense a couple of years ago, his two running backs there, the top two guys, I mean, they were they were big time in the passing game. I mean, is he making strides to have that sort of impact in the passing game? He has to. He and Latavius, whoever our running backs are, they're going to be impactful in the, in the passing game. That's the way the league is, and it's always been that way. Uh, I know a year ago, Latavius and uh, Jarek had done a nice job. Uh, and this year it will be Dalvin and Latavius and whoever the third guy is. They're going to have to make an impact. you got to be able to catch a football in this league. Speaking of Latavius, I mean, egoless? I mean, all these guys have an ego to a degree, but the fact that he's able to accept his role? Well, I don't know if he's accepted his role. Uh, you know, I, I love he's a competitor now, and so is Dalvin, and so is CJ, the group that we have. But the one thing that they, they, they're not like, uh, I, I tell them the story about the crab. You put one crab in the bucket, it gets out. But you put three or four, they're going to hold each other down. And they're not that way. They, they want to lift each other up, and that's good teammates. And, and they know with each other, they make each other better. How grateful were you that Latavius, I mean, it was up in the air in March, whether he'd be back, not be back. It'd take a little bit of a pay cut to be back. How grateful were you when you found out the news that Latavius indeed wanted to be back and he'll be back? Oh, yeah. It's always great when you uh, they want to be here, you know, everybody in anything in life. When they want to be there, uh, it just it's exciting. It's, it, it, I'm excited to, to help them get better. Uh, help them be more explosive, help them develop, uh, not only on the field, but off the field, be good people. Is Brown sort of the forgotten guy? I mean, a lot of attention on the on the rookie guys, Boone and Thomas, and we talk all the stuff about Cook and Murray. What about Brown? No, it, it, it's those things. It's just that's the way it goes. Uh, uh, it's only one football, and I tell those guys all the time, it's only 65 plays a game, and in those 65 plays, a lot of them are pass plays. So when you have the opportunity, you got to make plays. That's just the way it is. Give us a little breakdown on Boone and Thomas. Oh. Uh, Exciting, exciting. You know, be undrafted free agent running backs. Uh, first of all, you gotta gotta come in with the chip in the shoulder. I tell them all the time, you gotta have a chip in the shoulder, and you gotta be reminded every day. Every day you think you're doing better. No, you're not doing. No, it's always it's never as good, never as bad. Just keep growing. Put your head down. Now, the nice thing about those two young men is they have pretty good leadership in the three guys that we just talked about, Dalvin. Latavius and CJ because they work. They'll challenge you in the in the meeting room. They'll challenge you in the weight room. They'll challenge you on the football field, and that's what excites me about those guys. Really good collision balance with uh, Mike Boone. Tough, good, solid, 210 pound, good base. Can catch the football. Both of them can catch the football. The other kid is pretty explosive. Got a pretty good traffic burst. Uh, I didn't think he had the anchor, but last in yesterday's pass pro, he taught me some anchor, and uh, those are the things that he has to improve on. Both of them can really catch the football, and both of them are not afraid to go strike somebody. Maybe after this, I mean, do things change from your standpoint? I mean, you got to be in lockstep with, with obviously, you know, the tight end or tight ends. If you're playing multiple tight ends, the offensive line. Do things change with Clancy now shifting from tight ends to offensive line and, and Todd now shifting and, and doing the tight ends? It's always going to be a, a little change uh, because, uh, you know, you, you lean on people in a certain role. Uh, like, obviously, I'm not going to go over and, and lean on Jerry Gray, who's the DB coach. Uh, I'm, I'm going to lean towards the O-line coach and the tight end coach. So always you, you go through that. But uh, I think, it's, uh, I think uh, it's great for the team to keep the continuity, and, and, and we just roll. Vikings running backs coach Kennedy Palamalu. We'll get to a little bit more from Vikings training camp, conversations-wise at least, and 
just a bit, but I will go down my list of notes. First off, actually, I'll just piggyback off my conversation with Palomalu. I think the one surprise with the Vikings releasing their first depth chart on Wednesday is that Rock Thomas is listed above Mike Boone. I still know internally they have a healthy opinion in a good way of Mike Boone. I don't know if Mike Boone makes the 53 as an undrafted free agent, but I think he's a name to watch for the practice squad out of the University of Cincinnati. The Vikings only signed him, by the way, for $8,000. The Broncos had some interest. A few other teams had interest, but the Vikings were able to get him for a mere $8,000. I think that's an $8,000 well spent. On the Richie Incognito story, somebody, the day that the TMZ video surfaced, I guess he was on TMZ Sports going back a few days, but it took a few days for the video to surface. Incognito saying, yeah, Minnesota has reached out to me. So I texted somebody close to Richie. This person texted back in about four seconds saying, don't ever trust a word, a bleeping word that he says. And that was indeed correct. Mike Zimmer clarifying on Tuesday that they don't have interest in Richie Incognito. Yes, him and Tony Sperano had a close relationship going back to Tony's days in Miami. They conversed often. The Vikings never once have thought about signing Richie Incognito. Now, overall, I'm told the Vikings talk internally all the time about available offensive linemen. Certainly with the three offensive linemen hurt now, they have daily personnel discussions. But the Vikings are not close to signing any free agent offensive lineman. Now, maybe they add one come cutdown day, September 1st. Maybe a good offensive lineman that gets cut by another team. Or there's some teams that have some good depth, like Dallas has good offensive line depth. So maybe the Vikings give up a draft pick. That's not really in Rick Spielman's DNA, but hey, this year, special circumstances. You have a Super Bowl-ready team. you got to make sure that the quarterback, the franchise quarterback, is protected. But at this point, the Vikings are not close to adding an outside free agent. Nick Easton News, it's the neck. Getting a second opinion from a doctor in Connecticut. We should have further clarity on Thursday. Otherwise, not worth necessarily speculating or saying, hey, coaches think this, others with the Vikings think that. Let's just see what takes place with that second opinion from that doctor in Connecticut. On Mike Remmers, he set out another practice on Wednesday, but I'm told there isn't concern that he will miss any time in the regular season. So it's his ankle. He should be back at some point. I can't tell you if he'll be back in two days, four days, six days, eight days, but I'm told there isn't concern that Mike Remmers will miss regular season time and as always injuries are fluid you never know I mean guys can have setbacks but as I sit here and talk to you on Wednesday night August 8th there is not concern that Mike Remmers will miss regular season time the same is true of Pat Elfline now is he back after the Jacksonville preseason game the week of August 20th is he back maybe a few days prior but there is a belief still a strong belief that Pat Elfline will not miss regular season time coming off the offseason shoulder and ankle surgeries. Just because I know I'll get a tweet or two or an email or two asking, hey, how come you didn't have your weekly Anthony Barr contract extension update? There is nothing to report on that front. There is no sense whatsoever that the Vikings are close to extending Anthony Barr. The Vikings were represented in Canton, Ohio last weekend for Randy Moss's Hall of Fame induction by COO Kevin Warren, one of the Wilfs from the ownership group. Bob Hagen and Tom West from the PR side. Those guys have been in the Vikings organization forever, certainly going back to Randy Moss's rookie year 
1998, and the Vikings also were represented by members of their entertainment network. So there was a healthy contingent of Vikings representation, not to mention, you know, the Chris Dolmans of the world, Chris Carters of the world, current Hall of Famers that were in attendance, Chris Dolman battling brain cancer, but it is great that he was at least able to make a thoughts and prayers, certainly with Chris Dolman, a legendary Viking, and his family. All right, we'll get to a conversation with Brian Robison in just a second, entering his 12th year at the Vikings, the senior most member of the Vikings. Certainly Terrence Newman is the oldest member of the Vikings, but B-Rob has been here the longest. We'll get to a conversation, a brief conversation with B-Rob in just a second, but be sure to support Skoll Marketing. They help keep the podcast going. They are a business-to-business marketing agency. They specialize in working with local small businesses. They want to help you make money. They, too, are a locally-owned small company started by two former Google employees to help the little guys compete. They work with businesses in web development, pay-per-click advertising, social media management, and so many other areas. Let's make Google work for you. So when people go to Google.com, they enter in, you know, they search, you know, whatever your business might be. They search that genre, that area of of what you do, what your business is, and other businesses, comparable businesses pop up in a Google search over yours. Why is that? These guys can help you master Google. So your business pops up ahead of others. Do this. You can have a free 30-minute consultation. You're not spending a dollar. Call them, 612-787-SKOL. Let them sell themselves to you. Then you can make a determination. Hey, I'm in or I'm not in. You don't have to spend a dollar. But hey, if you're in, then yes, you would be spending some money. But hey, they will help you make money. You'll make that money back. 612-787-SKOL. For more information, skolmarketing.com. It is Skoll Marketing. They are here to help you, the business owner. Here is, entering his 12th year with the Vikings, Brian Robison. 12 years in the league what what are some keys some secrets i mean how do you how do you get to 12 years in the league because what normal shelf life is what maybe three years for a guy three and a half four years yeah i mean you got to take care of your body there's no doubt about it uh you learn little tips and tricks over the years that helps you you know kind of establish yourself as far as making sure you're ready to go when camp gets here make sure that you can have the longevity to get through the season and, uh, you know, for me, there, there's been some things that I've done over the years, and even some of them have changed as I've gotten older. So it's just a matter of, you know, listening to your body and making sure that uh, you can be able to play. And then coming out here, and as far as on the football field, is just making sure you, you know, you hustle. I mean, that's, that's a big deal, hustle to the ball. Um, make sure that you're using the right techniques, doing the things the coaches are telling you, and then from that point on, you just go play ball. How does your hustle in year 12 compare to your hustle in years one, two, maybe three? It's never changed for me. I mean, obviously, you get a little bit older. It's a little bit harder to go out there and run full speed. But I think for me, it's never changed. I've always had that, that hunger, that, that chip on my shoulder to go out here and prove people wrong. So uh, for me, that, that doesn't change You know, from my rookie year till now. So you're still proving people wrong even in year 12? You're always proving people wrong, man. There's always going to be somebody out there that, that thinks you're not good enough, that thinks uh, that you shouldn't be there and, you know, Probably shouldn't pay attention to them, but that's also a motivating factor for me. I mean, there's not people in this building, though, that think that, is there? I don't know. There might be. Might not be. I don't know. <laughs> was it an easy or tough decision to come back for a 12th year? Um, it was easy, but still tough at the same time. I think that, I think tough for me because I wanted to make sure it was the right thing for me and my family. Um, you know, obviously taking a big pay cut like that's all, always hard. Uh, you know, but for me, it's never been about the money. It's 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 been more so about the respect of my peers, about the respect of, of the people I play with, 
And so for me, at the end of the day, it came down to a decision, what, what was right for me and my family, and that was for us to be here and for me to be with this group of guys that, uh, that I think so highly of. Do you have a sense of, of what your role will exactly be this year? Help this team win. I mean, play inside, play outside? I have no idea. I'm going to help this team win. That, that's all I can tell you. I mean, for me, that's all, that's all I ever do when I come out here. You know, whether they want me to play inside, whether they want me to just be a backup guy, whether they want me to start, it doesn't matter. For me, it, it's about whatever I can do to help this team win ball games and hopefully be able to accomplish our goal that we came short on last year. All right, let's get to the Wolves. Wolves rookies, Josh Okogi, Keita Bates, Jop. He told me it was Jop, not Diop. So we'll go Jop based on what he told me. And Jared Terrell, the two-way guy from Rhode Island, are all in Las Vegas this week at the Tim Gergrich Skills Camp. There's a number of NBA players out there. Actually, Chad with somebody that is out there helping assist the camp. He was very complimentary of... The three Wolves rookies in particular, Okogi and Bates Jop, just saying, hey, they bring it every day. There's a toughness there. There's a work ethic there. You know, they're coachable. You know, he said, hey, you know, both need to work on their shot making, especially at the NBA level. But this person that is helping assist Gergerich said, hey, those guys definitely have a chance. So wanted to update the three Wolves rookies. If you've seen some social media posts with Derek Rose, he's in China On a promotional tour, it appears he has bursitis in his left elbow. He's got a big bubble right at his left elbow. But I'm told by somebody close to him, he's fine. So whether it's bursitis or not, I was told there's nothing to worry about. So if you're alarmed at all, looking at some of those social media posts with Rose's elbow enlarged, a big ball underneath his left elbow, he is okay. On Jimmy Butler, continuing the injury theme, if you've seen some social media posts with him, you know, somebody posing with him on Twitter the other day or him posting on Instagram, it still looks like his right hand is a little swollen. I am told, though, there's nothing to worry about. They are playing it extremely cautiously, so he should be fine. When guys gather back here shortly after Labor Day, Jimmy Butler should be good and heading into training camp in mid-September. Right now, August 8th, there really isn't anything to worry about on the Jimmy Butler hand front, but it will be something that we will absolutely monitor. Kentucky's basketball team has one of those foreign trips right now in the Bahamas. NBA scouts can be there. The Wolves have two seats reserved to scout Kentucky in the Bahamas. Reed Travis, P.J. Washington, those two guys Worked out for the Wolves' pre-draft process. Then Kentucky, like every year, has a number of incoming McDonald's All-Americans. So they have a number of guys. Wolf scouts can be watching right now. Oh, how tough of an assignment. Hey, you need to go to the Bahamas to scout. What an assignment. So yeah, the Wolves have representation in the Bahamas watching the Kentucky Wildcats this week. What else do I have written down Wolves-wise? Ian Begley and Adrian Wojnarowski had the report on Wednesday afternoon that the Knicks still plan on waving and stretching Joe Kim Noah come September? Yes. The bottom line is, yes, the Wolves will have interest in adding Noah. Some other teams may as well. He's said to be in really good shape. We've seen some videos out there on social media. It appears he is in good shape. But, yes, the Wolves are going to have interest when Joe Kim Noah hits the open market. What else do I have written down? Gorgie Jink passed on playing in the Africa versus World Game last weekend in South Africa. James Nunnally actually agreed to his Wolves deal over a week ago, but he got married, then he went on his honeymoon, so he had to wait for the honeymoon to wrap up before he could catch a flight 
to the Twin Cities. He did catch a flight on Tuesday afternoon, signed his contract on Tuesday night. It's a two-year deal with different trigger points along the way. It is not a full guarantee. It is not even, well, I guess it would be a partial guarantee because he is guaranteed a certain amount of dollars, but there are different trigger points throughout the course of the two years of Nunnally's contract. Shot 55% on a good team in Europe. He actually played on the team that Nemanja Bialica used to play on in Turkey. So James Nunnally, 28 years old, had a cup of coffee in the NBA a number of years ago. What a journey to fight back to get back into the NBA. Also had a ton of interest from New Orleans, and Houston had some interest. Not a ton, but some. But the Wolves brought him in for a workout a few weeks ago before he got married. They liked what they saw. They extended the offer going back over a week. He flew into town on Tuesday. He signed it, so James Nunnally is contract number 13 for the Wolves. And when I say he shot 55% last year, 55% from three-point range. I should make that clarification. Three-point range going back a couple years over a 50% three-point shooter. That is his specialty. So a team that still needs all sorts of three-point shooting help, we'll wait and see if James Nunnally can somehow crack Tom Thibodeau's rotation, but he absolutely can shoot the ball. As I mentioned, guys will be back in town shortly after Labor Day to ramp up workouts heading into training camp. The Wolves' first preseason game is September 29th at Golden State. Preseason game number two is October 3rd in Los Angeles against the Clippers. So I can promise you the Wolves will stay in California for a few days for team bonding. Emil Jefferson, I forgot to note this a week or two ago, he jumped at the Orlando offer. There was some... I don't know, confusion, some back and forth, a lot of back and forth, or at least some back and forth with the Wolves wondering, hey, would they extend the offer, not extend the offer? I'm not quite sure that there was a universal opinion in the Wolves' front office to say, hey, let's bring back a meal. So once Orlando made that two-way offer, he jumped all over it. One other NBA note, non-Wolves related, Zach Lofton, who played at Columbia Heights High School, had a cup of coffee with the Gophers among a few college teams. He played well for Detroit. The Pistons in the Vegas Summer League. Detroit is talking to him about a camp contract, probably an Exhibit 10. I know there was some dialogue, too, not with his agent, more so internal, about is he worthy of a two-way contract. But nonetheless, Detroit has interest in bringing Loft into camp, even if it's not a two-way deal. So we'll wait and see if that deal gets finalized in the coming days. But do know the Pistons like Zach Lofton. All right, let's get to the Twins. They certainly internally have talked about free agent reliever Zach McAllister. Derek Falvey, of course, has a history with McAllister from their days together in Cleveland. Byron Buxton is doing well. I'm told he could even return to game action as soon as this weekend. Paul Molitor said on Wednesday afternoon that early next week is more likely. But point is, Byron Buxton with the wrist. There were those headlines five, six, seven, eight days ago. Is his season over? Is his season in jeopardy? The answer is obviously no. He will be back. And we'll be back very soon. Logan Morrison has cleared trade waivers. The Pioneer Press was first on that one. Some contender may take a chance. And I do know that the Twins want to give Tyler Austin a look at some point here before the season is over. The sooner, the better. So if they can move Morrison soon, that would be ideal to get Austin up here ASAP. Is there much of a Morrison trade market right this second? The answer is no. Irvin Santana is expected to clear waivers like Morrison once he is placed on. Still no sense though that the Twins want to move Fernando Rodney. So they'll put him through waivers at some point. He may get claimed, he may not, but the thought still remains that the Twins want Rodney in their 2019 bullpen. This summer cold is really starting to kick my behind. The Twins 
Bruins had two scouts at the Northwoods Showcase on Tuesday. They would have had more, but they currently have 12 amateur scouts out watching area code games. So all these things happen at one time, so it's hard for the Twins to have more than a couple at a showcase like that. But, hey, actually the Twins having a couple was probably just about as much as any organization. So the Twins always pay close attention to the Northwoods League. A potpourri of stuff. Hopkins 2019 forward Zeke Naji got offered by Bill Self and Kansas on Wednesday. There was actually a belief that the offer would come on Sunday, but Self had to tie up some loose ends. But there was a phone conversation between Self and Zeke's dad over the weekend. They were led to believe that the offer was coming. It took a few extra days, but it has come. Zeke Naji offered by Kansas. Certainly Kansas has been following him for some time. If you listen to this podcast at all, you've heard me mention that Kansas potentially would offer Zeke going back a number of weeks. Well, now that is official as of Wednesday night, the 8th of August. On Zeke, he's got a number of recruiting trips coming up. I've got the list right here. He will visit unofficially Kansas State and Creighton this weekend. Then Ohio State, Indiana, Purdue, Notre Dame, Illinois, and Kansas before the month is over. August 24th, Notre Dame. August 25th, Ohio State. August 26th, Indiana. August 27th, Purdue. August 28th, Illinois. Then Kansas will come somewhere in that mix. Najee, by the way, had 33 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists on Sunday as Hopkins won the pace setter event. I believe that was up in St. Cloud. I guess location isn't that big of a deal, but Zeke in the championship game, 33 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists, 6 for 6 from 3-point range. 6'10", 6'10.5", maybe even 6'11". Zeke Najee, his offer list continues to grow with the Kansas offer on Wednesday. What other notes do I have written down the neil Sheehy client camp will take place in minneapolis beginning on monday the octagon camp for many of its clients here in the twin cities hockey camp begins on august 21st i know there's a bit more to the scott bell departure you know he is now no longer gophers men's hockey assistant coach he's now a scout for the toronto maple leafs there was a belief you know conversations with head coach bob motzko that scott's future was uncertain after the one year so the toronto job offers him all sorts of security. Now, Scott was hoping to one day be the Gophers' head coach. Who knows if that will ever happen. But I know Motsko liked Scott for his recruiting, certainly keeping things together when Motsko first took the job. But I know that Bob couldn't necessarily guarantee that Scott would be here for the 2019-2020 season and beyond. So I think Scott felt like, hey, I need to jump at this opportunity. Toronto offers me much more long-term job security was at gophers football practice both on saturday and tuesday hearing all sorts of good things about burnsville's own linebacker kamal martin number 21 he's been having a good start to training camp really just going back to the summer and back to spring ball also chris altman bell the wide receiver number three is a name to remember the tight end paulson is another name to remember And I'll continue to say that we will see both quarterbacks during the course of the year, Tanner Morgan and Zach Anikstad. The early betting favorite to take the first snap against New Mexico State remains the guy that was here last year. That would be Tanner Morgan. But I'm telling you, Minnesota's own, Southern Minnesota's own Zach Anikstad will play at some point this year for the Gophers. I was in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin the other day to connect with Tyler Cooper, an offensive lineman. That committed to P.J. Fleck and the Gophers. It came down to the Gophers and Wyoming. Craig Bowl produces offensive linemen. We saw that at North Dakota State and certainly at Wyoming. So it was a tough decision, even though, hey, Power 5, Wyoming not a Power 5. But talking to Tyler, it was a tough decision. But 
he grew up a Gophers fan. He grew up in Stillwater. So, yeah, he resides right now in St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. But he grew up in the Twin Cities. He's always been a Gophers fan. The family have been Gophers fans. So, in reality, he said, hey, I'm happy to be a Gopher. So, Tyler Cooper. He was hearing from Wisconsin. They never made an offer. But Tyler Cooper, a good offensive lineman, also plays defensive line for his high school team. Smaller high school, St. Croix Falls. And he plays the guard position. That's the position the Gophers want him to play in college. St. Croix Falls High School is changing its offense this year, so he's actually better suited to be guard. So it actually it's a great coincidence where he is moving from tackle to guard this year for St. Croix Falls, and guard will be the position that the Gophers want him to play. He doesn't know yet. I'll play the conversation with Tyler on the next Scoop podcast. He doesn't know yet whether you know they have any – intentions to red shirt gray shirt anything like that but he is a firm commitment to the gophers football team tyler cooper from st croix falls wisconsin i've got a few other notes but i can save those notes for the next scoop podcast i need some drugs i need some drugs asap i need to get home and find some allegra be sure to support vivid seats VividSeats.com. use vivid seats for your vikings tickets if you've never used vivid seats before go to VividSeats.com or download the app and use the promo code scoop for 10% off your first order. So maybe you want Vikings-Jaguars tickets for August 18th, or maybe you want Vikings-49ers tickets for the regular season opener September 9th. vikings Bill September 23rd. Go up and down that Vikings schedule. It should be a special Vikings season. So if you're looking for a chance to be at U.S. Bank Stadium for a game, utilize Vivid Seats, vividseats.com. They will help you buy Vikings tickets. Also, Skoll Marketing, if you're a business owner, small business owner in particular, Skoll Marketing wants to help you. SkollMarketing.com for more information. They will help you make money. So if you're a business owner, utilize Skoll Marketing. They will give you a free 30-minute consultation. So why not call them? Set up a free 30-minute consultation, 612-787-SKOL. Again, for more information, SkollMarketing.com. That does it for Scoop Podcast episode 165. I'll be back in the near future. Your dog is more than just your bestie with the cutest face ever. Get to know them on a genetic level with Embark Vet. Developed by veterinarians and PhDs, Embark screens for more than 215 genetic health risks across more than 350 breeds. It's top-notch science for your top-notch pup. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DNA. That's DNA to get $60 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DNA to save today. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.